You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm so excited to have with me today Janet Raftus, who's psychic, intuitive, healer, all that yummy goodness like mixed up in one. Um, and she talks about pranic healing, matrix energy, so you know all that fun stuff that, that we love to um, dive into here. Superpower up, and and with the superpower experts, she works closely with Alicia Miller on retreats, and you've you've heard her interview on our show, and and so she brings this really neat um, angle to things, and and makes and she's open about. It. I really love the fact that she's very very present with um, her abilities and what she's capable of. Um, and, and she doesn't shadow those for anybody. And so, I, so I, I, I appreciate people who are willing to step into that space and act as that model for others who, you know, maybe thinking they're a little bit crazy to think that they talk to spirit and guides and, and angels and all this stuff. Uh, just know that you're, you're in good company here um, with this crowd. And so I'm excited for Janet to share with her, with, with all of you, her journey um, and how she got to, to be that confident in that space. So Janet, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tonya. It's really great to be here with you. Oh, I'm so excited. So we, we start off immediately, of course, asking you, what are your superpowers? <laughs> so I would say that the realm of energy is my superpower. And um, within that, definitely a superpower I have is psychic healing. I, um, I am a powerful energy healer. And as you mentioned, I've studied various modalities, but even um, more than the modalities that I've studied, I am intuitive and I'm able to connect with um, each individual's um, angels and guides and um, really get to the source of what's going on. I'm able to psychically see the root cause of issues that may be showing up either as physical symptoms or blocks or limiting beliefs, so forth and so on. So I can look in and actually see if there was a trauma that occurred or if there was some other event that is operating or if it was some sort of chronic stress that, that, that contributed to it. And then start shifting the energy and, and connect with guides so that the person's able to know for their, because we're all unique individuals, what they need in order to heal to, for the best and highest good. And, um, and then with that, I'm able to um, open up and, and powerfully channel the healing energy of spirit. So Beautiful, beautiful. And I, and, and I love that like, these words just kind of roll off your tongue, but I know that for a lot of people, the journey even into considering themselves a healer, mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about being a psychic healer, even, even just saying that piece is, is sometimes a journey for people. And then, and then we throw on top of it, the components of like intuitive and psychic and, and all these other things. And it's like, you know, what did that, how did you get to the place to where you were really confident just letting that stuff roll off your tongue? Yeah. So it was a journey for sure. You know, I've always been able to see energy my whole life. I could like see energy. I didn't know what it was. I thought I was weird. I recognized that other people weren't seeing the same things I was seeing. Um, and I shut it down for a long time. When it reopened, when all of my stuff, boom, like activated, it was really intense. Um, and at that time in my life, I mean, I was not brought up religiously or anything. So I, I, I sensed that there was something greater than myself, but I didn't really care about it for a long time, you know, because I just need, I just wanted to be numb because it was too much. Um, and so when it all activated, you know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I'm doing this healing thing and I can feel the energy and I can see the energy, but 
I do not believe in angels. Like angels are just stupid, blah, blah, blah. Like I was really a naysayer about it. And, you know, my experience was that I was, you know, in a session one day and I was like, oh my God, there's an angel here. And not only was there an angel there, but you know, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt there was an angel there. I knew who it was. It was Archangel Michael. I knew why he was there and I knew how he was helping me. And I had a few more experiences like that because I was like, oh, I believe in angels now, but I don't believe in fairies. And then, you know, I had another similar experience. And, and at some point I recognized, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Sometimes I can be slow. Not only did I see fairies, but I, rec- I realized they were all around me. That's another thing too. <laughs> so um, I um what I realized was that the only limitations were the limitations I was placing on myself. Like spirit is an infinite source of potential. Anything can exist, anything, anything, anything. And when I, when I place a limit on it, that's the only reason the limit exists, right? Cause spirit can do anything. And so, um, I think, you know, at the time, you know, I, my ex-husband at the time, was teasing. I mean, he was my real, he was not my ex at the time. Um, but he was like, Oh, you're a witch and you know, blah, blah, blah. And he, he wasn't mean about it, but there was definitely this, you know, like discomfort with it in some ways, even though he was amazingly open to healing, to receiving it. And then other people, you know, at the time there was a lot of like Reiki, what's that? Or what, you know, what are you doing? What? Are, that's weird. And I had to really get right with it. I mean, that was the thing that me doing my healing work, doing my emotional healing work, me being consistent in my practice and showing up every day and continuing to connect with my higher power and my higher self, all of that led me down this path of like really owning my gifts and owning what I can do and really recognizing that I'm not for everyone, right? There are people who are going to be like, she's a weirdo right? <laughs> they just are. And they, in, they may or may not want to work with me or know me or whatever. And that's fine. But there are plenty of people who need what I have and who can benefit from what I can do for them and how I can support them and help them. And so I have to be vocal about it. I have to put it out there. Otherwise, they can't find me. Yeah. You know, I, I think there's, uh, there's this similar thread that kind of weaves throughout a lot of people's journeys. And and it really is the idea that you're the only one stopping yourself. And, and yeah. when I got good with saying, you know, 95% of the people I talk to aren't going to hear everything that I'm saying, at least at the level mm-hmm. that I'm speaking it. And, and that's okay. And, and speaking for the 5%, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and not watering that down, not um, stepping away from that space because mm-hmm. people are starving for that. And, and, and we're all here to help, you know, our, our little kind of faction of the world. And, and that's okay. And recognizing that we only get that pushback and that resistance from people when we don't have conviction around it. And as soon as we step into conviction, it's like, oh, look at that. Like, like everybody else just kind of calms down, you know? And I teach, yeah. I teach people that even internally that we've got these, um, all these different aspects of ourselves that are, that are dialoguing within us. And it's like when you take that throne, when you really sit in your own self-dominion, Mm-hmm. everybody calms down even all your own little fear pieces <laughs> and then we see that projected in the external environment it's like nobody re- really ever cared or questioned you yeah. it was just you know that you needed that and and I love the fact that you bring up your relationship because it you know that that I don't know that I am vocal enough even about mm-hmm. what a gift it was in my existence that mm-hmm. not only did my husband support what I was doing but he was right there with me. You know, he was channeling and he was doing things. We were kind of fumbling through it together. Like, okay, well, at least if we're crazy, we're crazy together, you know? Yes. And, and it was such a gift to have that. Um, you know, and I know how we contracted for that, especially where our daughter's concerned. 
But it was, you know, it was kind of us against the world for a little bit there because it, at least that, that, that's the projection that we created, you know, and, and, it, it, and it helped. And mm-hmm. so I think that, that what you speak is so valuable in the sense of, you know, find those people mm-hmm. who believe in you. You know, during, during a time, you're, you're reminding me during a time of my coaching, I, I, there were a lot of people I would say to them, um, you know, don't, you know, make sure that the people that you're surrounding with, yourself with, you know, are magnifying your greatness or, or, or modeling that, mirroring that for you because it, there's, there's so much of the other, you know, so many things in our existence will, will make us question ourselves like protect yourself, not, not protect in terms of like you need to fight, but, but give yourself that, that fighting chance of like, of, of that level of support. And that's a lot of what superpower experts exist to do. Yeah. Um, because so many people don't have that in their own lives or they don't see it yet in their own lives. I think mm-hmm. we all have it. Um, and so, so I appreciate that you're willing to be, be open about that. And so what did, what did that separation look like as you came into more and more levels of awareness around it? Um, you know, my, I would say that my journey more than anything else has been a journey of self-empowerment. And as I've gone through my journey of self-empowerment, things have either resonated more strongly with me or the resonance between me and those things has dissipated. Right. Mm -hmm. And so things have come in and out of my life and people have come in and out of my life. Um, And it really has all been a process. Now, I mean, of course, in the moment, it it is challenging and it's hard. And sometimes you're kicking and screaming. So don't Mm -hmm. get me wrong. I have, I I have, I have done the work around it and have felt the feelings around it. And I've been joyous and I've been rageful, you know, Um, depending on the circumstances and my level of pain at the time, things don't, I'm much more resilient now than I used to be. But in this process, what I've really recognized is that it is, it is resonance. It is resonance. It's vibrational resonance. And, you know, sometimes we want to hold on to something that doesn't resonate anymore just because we're fearful or it's customary or it's habitual or whatever it might be. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And the more that I have learned to let go of that which is really truly no longer serving me and just release the reins as lovingly as possible if that is available um and and then to embrace what is resonating for me then the more i do that the more beautiful my life is it's really a dance right and and the more gracefully i can dance through that <laughs> beautiful depiction it and and it, it's so fat i love the fact that you're using all that language because we felt a huge shift when um, I added in the component of attuning people to individual resonance mm. into, because when we started off, it was master your personal power and then hone your superpowers, like pretty easy, right? right? And what we found was that people weren't able to hold it. Mm. And so really attuning them to that their resonance um, was mm. such a powerful portion. And so the majority of the work that we do right now is in that attunement process and continually mm. um, helping people hold that their own attunement and, and realize it for longer and longer stretches of time on their own. So they mm. can move into that self dominion because our bias is, is that you can't use your superpowers in the world. If, if you can't do that, you may have blips of success with them. Mm-hmm. Like you may get the psychic thing or the, you know, or the empathy thing or the, what, whatever it might be that you're using. Um, but you're not able to hold it and use it consistently and effectively in a large way until you can sit solidly, not only in that personal power space, but total self-dominion, in my opinion, includes that resonance piece and being able to maintain your own frequency, no matter 
what mm-hmm. the environment's doing. And I think a lot of people set out on this personal development journey thinking that they're going to somehow uh, stop the chaos, you know, that they're somehow right. going to control the <laughs> external environment. And it's like, it's never going to happen. All you can yeah. do, well, it does actually happen, but only mm-hmm. when you no longer need it to. Like, right. that's the irony. Like, once you've got all these pieces in place, everything calms mm-hmm. down. Like, it's like mm-hmm. you can, you kind of get that people are experiencing chaos, but you don't mm-hmm. really see it as that anymore. Um, yeah. And so, so I love the fact that you were using all that. We're going to, I want to move into a quick break, but before we do, where can people go to find out more about you? So they can go to my website, um, which is um, JanetRaftis.com. And also for this group um, of listeners, I have a special gift, and that is at um, JanetRaftis.com backslash superpower up. Perfect. Very cool. So we're talking with Janet Raftis. What is the, I, I, I just realized, what is the gift? It is um, a free um, healing meditation. So it's a healing meditation that I channeled for a a, a group that I channel um, for every week. And it is one that is for um, prosperity and the laws of reciprocity. So it's a healing meditation to help us find resonance with the law of reciprocity. Beautiful. I love that. So we're talking with Janet Raftis about being a psychic healer. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Awesome. We're back. We're talking to Janet Raftis on the Superpower podcast about being a psychic healer. And Janet, before the break, you you, you just kind of casually threw out there, like all of a sudden, here's, you know, Archangel Michael appears to you, and there's fairies <laughs> all around you and everything else. Um, you know, a, a lot of us, I know, have had our, our experiences with that. And, and there's a lot of people sitting on that precipice of, they're kind of sensing it, you know, kind of like you were, you know, of mm-hmm. course, the similarities are so beautiful. I, you know, I came out of government, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll deal with a queen archetype, but those goddesses, like, forget those, like, those are just woo-woo, you know, and it's, you know, you just sit back and laugh at yourself over time. Um, But let's dive a little bit into that, because I know that that's challenging for people, because you you do kind of do this, like, gut-level check of, like, am I crazy? Am Mm -hmm. I, like, what's happening here? Um, Maybe you can share with people, like, maybe your experience, or, or give them some advice on how to step more um, wholly into that space. Yeah. So I think the biggest, the, the biggest and most important aspect of it is, is trusting your senses. And, you know, truly over the course of our lifetimes, we have been taught to not trust our intuitive senses. We've been actually taught to ignore them. You're too sensitive. There's nothing there. You're imagining that. What are you worrying? You know, it, like it, it's societal, even if it wasn't in our family of origin, it's societal. So, um, I think the biggest part of this shift is like getting to that place of I I did experience something and I'm I'm just going to trust it. And if we can get to that place where we allow ourselves to kind of suspend ourselves in this place of 
of possibility. Well, what if? What if it were real? And typically when something like this happens, my experience and the experience of thousands of people I've worked with is that there's some sort of, you know, again, going back to the word resonance, right? There's some sort of resonance. When Archangel Michael was there, that was a very powerful one for me. I knew he was there. I knew it and my psychic senses told me he was there. So I, I, I was able to embrace it very easily. But there are more subtle times, even with psychic information, where you're like, is that real? Well, the way I suggest and what works so beautifully for me is that our body will tell us the truth. Like our mind will make up stories, right? Our mind will say, that can't be true. You're making this up. That's stupid. Who is going to believe that, right? The mind will tell these things because it wants, our ego wants to protect us. And our ego is scared that if we say these things, people are going to think we're crazy. So it will put up these, these barriers for us, but our body will tell us the truth. So, you know, I think most of us have probably had the experience of feeling chills or a wave of heat or a flash or something like that. Our body, th- those, those resonances are the way that the vibrations are interacting with our body and it's, and it's sharing with us an aspect of truth. There's a resonance there that what you are experiencing is true to you. And so if you have this sense of like, I think there's something there, or I'm having an experience, try to drop out of your head and into your body and listen to what your body is saying. Um, are my hairs standing up our end? Do I feel a chill? Um, am I getting angels a lot of times bring heat with them? Like when there are a lot of angels in the room, my temperature goes up about 30 degrees. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So it's, you know, paying attention to what's happening in your body, but what will happen typically if it's truth, it's, if it's a true thing, is that you'll have some sort of resonance or expansion energy. You'll feel open. Okay, wait. I want to go back to that. I'm sorry. So, so mm-hmm. okay, yes, open. But my mind just so is that. Do you find that consistent? Because my experience with um, other entities and stuff, mm-hmm. I don't deal a lot with the angelic realm. But my experience mm-hmm. with other entities is just is cold. Cooling. It's like the higher frequencies are like freezing, and um, and so it was interesting that you talked about heat. Do you find mm-hmm. that like with your clients and stuff, or anybody that that you guide into that spaces that mm-hmm. that the angelic realm brings heat, or is that more an individual sign for you. I know that it, so I will say too, that a lot of the other spirit beings bring with them coolness for me. Some -hmm. of them bring heat as well. And with the angelic realm, I think it's also individual. I know of some other people who feel heat with angels, especially the archangels, especially the archangels. Um, not so much your regular angels, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> quotation marks. Um, but you know, like we can go back going back to goddesses and what you were talking about. Some goddesses I feel is cool, some I feel is hot. If Kali comes into the room, it is like burning up. Yeah, Even right now, as I talk sense. about her, I'm getting hot. <laughs> yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, that, and that, that's what I was sensing with archangels too. As soon as you started yeah. talking about, it. I'm gonna have to play with that. I never. Yeah. I never paid attention. I didn't think about it. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very, very cool. You, you were talking about expansion openness and I interrupted you, but that was, I was like, Whoa, what did she just say? Yeah. Oh, no I worries. Can. I think too, recognizing too, that we will all have our own unique experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and everybody will interact differently with every vibration. I think that there are tend to be trends, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but even there are always exceptions to the trend. And so going into like, 
for me, if I feel that heat, then I know something's going on, you know? And so for me, that's a truth for me. Sometimes I'll feel the heat before and I can go, okay, what is it? I'm getting really hot. It's not a hot flash. I'm not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let's just be clear. Um, So I can, I can play with it. And, and so just recognizing what my different resonances are and what I have learned by, by teaching others how to tune into their intuition is that other people feel things differently. My current Mm -hmm. partner, he, um, he gets like, when I feel a yes in my body, like, yes, this is a good thing. My intuitive yes is a heart expansion. I feel myself Mm -hmm. opening up in my chest. He feels it in his arms. His arms light up, Mm -hmm. um, completely different than mine. But the the answer is really the same. It's saying, yes, this is a vibrational resonance. That means it's true to you. Yeah. I really struggled with that early on, um, Mm. with the SP model because that is, it is so individualistic. And mm-hmm. at some point it's like, we have to start building some sort of constructs and saying, look, mm-hmm. this is a possibility. This is about, because, because mm-hmm. what I found was people were getting way too overwhelmed with mm-hmm. the ambiguity. Yeah. And so, so it's, you know, and I really, really like God and I had some serious talks about this because I was like, how do I know? Like, like I didn't, I didn't have a practitioner. I didn't have a guru. I didn't have anybody to follow. Mm-hmm. I didn't study modalities. Like it literally was just mm-hmm. him and I, right. you know, and that was it for all of it. And it was like, and then he's like, yeah, go teach this. I'm like, okay, easy for you to say, but you know, my journey, like I can't say that anybody's going to have the same journey I did or even any similarities right. or anything. And so, and I, and, and mm-hmm. we're dealing with things that are so expansive and conceptual. And then even just narrowing them into thoughts and then, and then re-narrowing them into words, in my mm-hmm. opinion, kind of bastardizes the whole process. And so mm-hmm. it's like, how do you maintain the purity of experience and, mm-hmm. and getting in touch with yourself and also guide people? Like we have to guide people. And so it's yeah. like, you know, that was really a balance. And, and for me, it was like, I just do everything I can mm-hmm. to stay in integrity with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I find that we're, we have a huge need right now for people who can step into someone else's space mm-hmm. and help illuminate it from their resonance, from their perspective, from their work, because otherwise we're overlaying it with this, well, here's step one, two, and three, yeah. how to develop your psychic ability. And it's like, it, it, there's too much variability in that. And so it's really, yeah. well, on one level, it's super fascinating and mm-hmm. I enjoy the journey and it's, it keeps me entertained. And on the other, it's like, gosh, it'd be nice if it was just like math, you know? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just not. It's just not. It's absolutely not. Yeah. Because it's all really, when we, when we talk about how we interact with energy, right? No matter, regardless of whether it's healing or sensing into an angel or seeing or having psychic vision or hearing something psychically, it's how we're like tuning forks, right? And so it's how we translate that vibration. And we might translate it sometimes with words. We might translate it with a paintbrush. We might translate it with a guitar. We might translate it with a sensation. We might feel it. I mean, there are... And, and like you said, every single person on this planet that ever has been and ever will be is unique. So how can you pigeonhole it? And that's something that I found very frustrating for me as well when I first started this because I was in a place too where I didn't have, I had, I, ultimately I found a mentor, but initially I didn't have one and was living in a small town in Costa Rica. And I was really fumbling through it. And I was like, well, I'm not psychic because I don't see things. I'm not having like psychic visions. And I wasn't at first. What I realized through my experiences was that I was translating 
psychic vibrations through other senses without realizing it. I was highly clairvoyant. I mean, highly clairaudient, highly claircognizant, highly clairsentient, highly empathic. I was getting information in every single way, except for that I wasn't like seeing something when I closed my eyes. And so what happened was when I realized, oh, wait a minute, this is how I'm translating the information. And I relaxed around it and I opened around it. Well, you know, eventually, and you alluded to this earlier too, is like eventually once I relaxed around it, the, the psychic visioning came. I see things all the time now. But when I was Yeah, like, we get that a lot. We have yeah. we have a lot of misconceptions about what this is gonna look like. Mm-hmm. And we can thank, you know, Hollywood and, and some very mm-hmm. vocal gifted people for this. Mm-hmm. And it's, and what I find, you know, I had a, a very similar experience because my knowingness is just mm-hmm. knowingness. Like I just yeah. know. And, and yeah. it took me quite a long time. You know, I, people are like, ah, did you always know this stuff? I was like, no, I just thought I was freaking smart. Like right. I had no idea. <laughs> you know, that's what people told me. Like, you're just yeah. brilliant. I'm like, cool. So I always thought it was my mind. Yeah. And, um, and then of course there's, you know, we can have great fun with that from an ego mm-hmm. perspective, you know, awesome. Mm-hmm. I was brilliant, but it really wasn't that helpful at a certain point in time right? because I needed to get in touch with some other aspect of me. And I had the mm-hmm. same thing. I wasn't seeing things or hearing things at the time. Mm-hmm. And I did, so I didn't trust it in, the, in that regard. And right. A lot of people like the sensationalism of mm-hmm. seeing visions and talking to dead people yeah. or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but really our gifts really do show up differently. And that's, uh, again, a big, big point of superpower experts is to empower right. people to say, this is how my gifts show up. And mm-hmm. of course, there's other, you can, you, we all have access to all of the superpowers. It's just, we're predisposed to certain ones. Yeah. And we advise people like work with what you got first yep. and, and save yourself the heartache and then try to implement these others. Cause we can borrow from each other. I, I've been calling it drifting. Like we can mm-hmm. drift off each other in yeah. a really beautiful way, but we have to first get that we ha- we have what we have for a reason. Yeah. And 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 I look at it um on the guiding people kind of side of the house as clues. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, these are giving you clues about who you can help, how you're going to help them, what you're here to do. You know, it's like we all kind of divvied up all the social ills before we incarnated and you've got yeah. your peace. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do your peace, you know? And yeah. for sure you can go and talk to angels and do whatever the heck else you want to do. Mm-hmm. But usually not until you've come to grips with the fact that you have specific gifts for a reason. Right. I love the way you describe it too, that drifting, because that is what happens. It's like eventually when you're utilizing what your strengths are, right, eventually it, it allows the other details to fill in. I don't even know when I started seeing things. It just mm-hmm. happened. And I was like, oh, I'm seeing things. Oh, this has been happening for a while. Oh, yeah. I didn't have that experience at all. For me, it was <laughs> such a jarring situation wow. because I didn't see. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, my husband was in um, Afghanistan and mm-hmm. our daughter, you know, she was uh, one and a half, two at the time. And she, um, it was, I mean, it was always very obvious mm-hmm. with her that, that there was something going on there. And mm-hmm. she, um, you know, it was a, it was a friend of ours that looked at me at one point and he goes, um, do you see what you're doing to your daughter? And I'm like, uh, excuse me? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and she had been, and over time had been developing a real sensitivity to sound and like, 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 mm-hmm. mommy, it's too loud, it's too loud. And then, mm-hmm. and like kind of cowering in the corner, like, like make these things go away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what are you talking about? He goes, you're, you are in fear of these things coming to you. So they're coming to her. And I was like, what, what? Like, right. wow. Yeah. I was like, you know, all the mommy guilt like comes right yeah. to the surface, right? I'm like, oh <laughs> crap, all right, that's not acceptable. So 
So I, that night I sat on the corner of the bed. And of course, like my husband's always seen things. And so like, that's his department, right? Mm-hmm. But he wasn't there, mm-hmm. you know, uh, ironically, right? Like right. coincidence. <laughs> and so I'm sitting on the bed by myself going, okay, fine. Like something can appear to me. One, one thing mm-hmm. can appear to me because I felt like all of a sudden the energy got really excited around me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, no, 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 no. One go easy on me. Like just one of you, you know, like choose amongst yourselves. Like I don't really Mm -hmm. care. And I just sat there like kind of with my one eye squinted shut, you know, like, ah, shit, what am I doing? And um, (laughs) sure enough, the energy in front of me started to get wavy and it was like, and I could felt, I could feel my mind like abort, 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 you know? And I just watched as this ancient, ancient dragon appeared in front of me and just kind of bowed its Mm. head to me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, what's wow. going on here? Beautiful. And, <laughs> and, it, and it just kind of dissipated. It was very gentle yeah. and loving, but huge and powerful. And, mm-hmm. you know, everything around me got all excited. It's like, she sees, yeah. she sees it. I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I said one. That's enough. Thanks. I'm good. Like, let me sit with this. Yeah, it was not like, oh, la, there's the angels, you know, right. here's this dragon. It was, it was really, um, I had to really gear up for that. And, um, you know, and of course, purposefully, I I only did that for her, you know, like, of course I had to have that kind of (laughs) catalyst because it wasn't going to happen otherwise, you know, so it, uh, so no, that was not my experience with it. (laughs) You know, it's great too, for us to illustrate that we had two very different experiences. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, and and I think it's telling too, again, looking at the clues, Mm -hmm. like I'm a very like, it, for people to work with me, it's like, they have to be ready to work with me. It's not the, mm-hmm. it's not for the faint of heart. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly I love and support them in that process, but it's not, it's not gentle. Like it's mm-hmm. it, for most people who find me, like they, they need to go jump off a cliff and um, <laughs> you know, and, and what I feel from you and so many others that, that are attracted mm-hmm. to the show is like this real loving, like gentleness. It's like, let me hold that space for you. And that's mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that really is a big motivating factor for superpower experts because I, I think that at different times people need different things. And yeah. what I was finding is that they were having to flit about to all these different places to get that. And, you know, when, when I was being honest, it was like, I was limited in my ability to do that with people. One, just mm. straight intolerance for, for, mm-hmm. you know, anything that was like taking a long time to unfold right. or, <laughs> or resistance within people. Um, but mm. also that just being in that loving space and holding that for people it just wasn't, you know, my thing. I, I can right. squeeze myself into that box, but why would I when all of these amazing people can do it differently? And so I really feel that from you where you, you can hold that space for people mm-hmm. and really that, that healing, loving energy, um, I think is so important. And, and I honor the fact that you had the courage to step into it. Mm, thank you. Yeah. And, and, and as you're saying, there's a need for both and, and everything in between and beyond, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It is. And I, I really, I, you know, for those of you listening, I know that a lot of you have been listening for a while and I really honor that in you. And, and let me just say like, there's, it, the world needs you. However, that's mm-hmm. showing up for you. It, you know, we, we we're hungry for that. We need that. Like even no matter how much each of us progresses, like everybody holds a piece, you know, this is like a yeah. huge mosaic and everybody holds a piece. And it's like the piece that you hold, I can't hold. Mm-hmm. I don't hold it. Certainly I can try and I might do an okay job at it, but not as well as you're going to do with it. And, and, you know, we need those people who have the courage to step into that and, um, 
and really own it and, and, and walk that journey beside us. And, and so we can drift off each other, you know, that's, it's such a fun yeah. concept when you start playing with it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, beautiful. Well, this has been such a fantastic conversation. I've really enjoyed it. We've been talking with Janet Raftis about being a psychic healer. Are there any little tidbits that you want to leave folks with before we have to sign off? You know, just speaking to what you were just saying is that, you know, the world needs all of us to be stepping into our superpowers right now and really trusting the gifts that we have within us. And so, you know, whatever it is that that each of you has, like, that's such a beautiful, brilliant, divinely um, granted gift from, from God, from your higher self. And, and it's yours, you know, and, and I, I, my wish for all, for everyone is that, you know, we're all able to bring our gifts into the world. And so, Tony, I'm so grateful that you um, had me here. It was a beautiful conversation. Mm-hmm. And I hope that, um, you know, anyone that feels called um, that, you know, you check out the healing that I'm sharing with you and, and that um, it, it, it supports you in whatever way is best for you. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with everybody. And let's remind people again where they can go and find that. Yes, that is at um, JanetRaftis.com backslash superpower up. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Janet, so much for being on the show today with us. And we appreciate the work that you're doing in the world and, um, you know, how you're holding that space for people. So thank you. Thank you, Tonya. It's really great to be here. Awesome. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. So until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.